From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about how your commitment to marriage is the ultimate marathon with an unknown finish line. And I found this quote uh, from attributed to Anonymous that said, your marriage vows say for as long as life shall last, not until you get tired or you don't want to anymore, which completely ties into what we're going to be talking about on today's show about marriage being the ultimate marathon. But before we jump into the show, we start each and every episode of the One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And for those of you brand new to One Extraordinary Marriage, we're so happy to have you as part of the One Family. The hug is an opportunity for you to hear from somebody else in the family and the experiences that they've had transforming their marriage. And this week's hug is sponsored by HelloFresh, and you can check them out at HelloFresh.com. HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun so you can focus on the whole experience not just the final plate. For us, this was time that we got to spend together in the kitchen, enjoying each other's company. Mm-hmm. And because it was so easy, we actually had more fun in the kitchen. Yeah. The recipes have step-by-step instructions, which is perfect for me. Uh, I like knowing exactly what's coming up next and what I have to do. And they're all designed to take around 30 minutes. So they're doable for everyone from the beginning cook, the novice cook to those seasoned home cooks who are short on time. With delicious recipes like honey mustard glazed chicken and sizzling stir-fried beef, it was great to know that HelloFresh had sourced all the freshest ingredients with the exact quantities to make our time in the kitchen a breeze. Plus, I got to tell you, it's so nice to have everything delivered to your doorstep, Mm -hmm. not doorstep, doorstep, in an insulated recyclable box for free. So to get $30 off your first week of deliveries, go to HelloFresh.com and enter promo code OEM30 when you, when you subscribe. So this week's hug actually came from a voicemail that we received. And it's been a little while since we've had a voicemail. Um, you all know that you can call in on the hug hotline, as Tony said at the start of the show, at the 858-876-5663. Um, but it's really special when you actually get to hear from another member of the one family in their own words. Hi, Tony and Alisa. I am calling to thank you so much for the valuable information that you share with us each and every week on your podcast. I recently started listening a few months ago and go on binges because some of the topics are just so relevant to where my husband and I are in our marriage. Um, we are about to celebrate our 21st anniversary. Awesome. That really have spent this last year rebuilding um, what our marriage looks like. And as we recover from infidelity in our marriage and strengthening um, our relationship with each other and with God, we, we found such a blessing in your podcast. Um, we have decided to fully embrace your intimacy lifestyle. Awesome. We've been um, mm-hmm. successful now for six weeks. Excellent. We kicked it off with a seven-day effects challenge back in early April, and then we sat down and really thought about what the intimacy lifestyle would look like for us 
and how it could help us meet each other's needs a little um, better than we were doing on our own. Um, and I'm so very excited to say that we even took a step of courage last night and shared this with our small group that we've been meeting Second. with. Um, it's a group where we study marriage and relationship type content with um, two other couples. And last night it was our turn to lead. And so my husband and I felt compelled to share what has been working. Um, and we also, of course, sent them the link to episode 140. That's the um, one. Scheduling sex so that they too could um, learn a little bit more about it and make it work for them and what fits their needs. But again, I wanted to thank you so much for what you guys are doing. And if you are ever in the area um, where we live in Florida, we would love to schedule some kind of live event or attend some kind of conference that you guys may lead. Um, I, I really think there's a valuable niche um, anywhere that you guys go with your information, but there definitely is nothing like that here in our South Florida region. Mm. Um, so thanks again for all that you do, and we love you. Bye-bye. That was so awesome. I loved it. You know, That's it's so it's one of those things where... Um, we love hearing your voicemails too, you guys, so it, it's easy. Call in, 858-876-5663. That's it. You just you just put it down like that because there's nothing like hearing it from your your words, your tone, your inflection. I mean, we can read your emails, which we love doing, and we will continue to do. And yet, there's something when you call in that uh, really just comes through. So when do it, it impacts, and and you know, it impacts so many. It doesn't just impact us, but you know, there were a few things that she mentioned in her voicemail that actually serves as the launching off point for today's show. You know, Tony read at the beginning. Uh, shared with you at the beginning that we're talking about the ultimate marathon, mm -hmm. which is marriage, right? Where there's an unknown finish line. And, and as that listener was sharing, you know, they've been through a lot this last year, right? They've dealt they with have. infidelity. They're, they're restrengthening their marriage. And, and I want to actually just paint a picture, right? Because we've all seen pictures of, you know, maybe the Boston marathon or, you know, the London marathon, whatever. And you see these runners, right? Just pounding mile after mile after mile. And, and you see people that have dropped out along the way, people giving up because of cramps or fatigue or hitting the wall. And, and yet you have those well-trained athletes, those elite athletes, those who have committed to the process, who make it the full distance. They're the ones who go the 26.2. Right. And, and then, you know, on the other hand, you have, you know, we watch the Olympics and we see those sprinters, right? They're, they're doing like, you know, 100 meters, right? Short distances. And, and we've got all these different images of what it looks like to be a runner. And what we've got to do, folks, is we've got to bring in, we've got to bring in the idea that marriage is not a sprint, mm -hmm. that it's a marathon, right? This isn't just that short burst right after the honeymoon and the wedding vows. It is the 26.2. And it was interesting. I was doing, or, or for you ultra marathoners, or anything over that twenty six point two. So your fifty k's, your hundred yeah. k's, your hundred milers, fifty milers, whatever. It's I, I, long Tony's distance. done ultra distances, so you know th that's actually a little bit more our world. But it's interesting because I was actually doing some research uh, prior to the show and looking at you know where where do runners hit the wall, right? Where do like in what stage of the marathon? Like, like what mile? Okay, right. I was yeah. like, there's got to be a mile where you know they're, they're like, if I can push through this mile. Right. And so much of what I was reading said that that a lot of marathoners look at the race as two separate races. There's the first 20 and then there's the last 6.2 or the last 5K. Really? Okay. Because they because there's that transition that happens there. And and yet when you look at a sprint, right, sprinters are like, I just got to like, you know, literally all out for, you know, what, 10 seconds. And, I, and you know, Usain Bolt, I depends. remember yeah, Alex did a report on Usain Bolt years ago. And it was like we're talking like nine seconds here. Right. Bam. 
Right. And, and yesterday I was at a football camp uh, with our son and, you know, they were doing the 40 yard because oh, in yeah. football you're, you're doing the 40 yard dash and, and these are high school kids and they're doing it in 40 yards in 4.6, 5 seconds. Boom. And I mean, all the glories coming down at the end, guys are hands are in the air. They're like, woohoo, got it. Except that, that marriage isn't a sprint. Right. Right. And we don't, you know, so many people like the marathon, I'm going back to that image of the marathon with the hills and the cramps and the heat and all of those types of things that, that knock people out. And that's what we're seeing with more and more people are treating their marriages like a sprint, giving it everything they've got in the first, you know, the first year, the first six months, the first 60 days. I mean, you watch Mm -hmm. any of the celebrity weddings and you know, they're lucky if they can make it through the first 60 day sprint. Right. And before they're splashed all over, you know, the magazines and the tabloids and whatnot. And yet you and I are called to have marriages that look like marathons that are going to go through like there's a 5k here in San Diego, the hot chocolate 5k. And the first time I ever ran, I got to share this with you guys. I, I didn't look at the course description first and I'm standing in the corral and I hear like, I hear this low buzz talking about the hill on C street. And I'm like the hill on C street, what the heck are we talking about? And sure enough, somebody brings it up on their phone and it's like, you know, it, it feels like you're going straight up. It's not, it's San Diego, but it's, it's got an incline, but that's what marriage is. Yeah. Folks. And you got to push through, you know, you were never, you were never promised happily ever after. I don't care what somebody told you. I don't care what you saw in the movies. You, it, it wasn't a sprint that you were jumping into, right? It wasn't like, you know what, you're just going to go all out for, you know, nine seconds, five seconds, maybe a minute, you know, in your marriage. And then you're going to like have the victory for the next 20, 30 years. And this is the way I look at these two different styles of races, right? Sprinting, you tend to be so focused on the singular finish line and it's close enough that you can see it. And so you become very myopic. You become very tunnel vision in the Mm -hmm. sense of that is what my goal is. When we start doing a marathon or if you guys have done anything like long distance road cycling or paddling or whatever. If you've done a 5k, you can't see the finish line. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Athletic endeavors, even like I'm, I'm trying to think of, um, of a, a, a drive sometimes. I mean, we, it, it's very easy for us to, to, in our own minds to go, Hey, I'm going to just go right to the coast in 30 minutes. It's a whole nother thing when you think you're going to cross your state, which could like in California, right, road tripping. right. For California. I mean, it's 13 hours. Um, but so the sprint is very myopic, very like, this is what we got to do. The marathon though, takes a lot of endurance in the sense of there's a lot of things that are going to happen along that trip Mm -hmm. that are going to come at you. Um, you know, and so your mind starts running on you, like you can't do this. There's no way you're going to finish. Um, you know, it's one step in front of the other. It's that end goal of knowing that, Hey, as long as I keep pushing through and keep pushing, I'm going to overcome the difficult times because to go from mountaintop to mountaintop, you got to go through the valley. And I learned this a lot when I was hiking the Pacific Crest Trail to get to those ridge lines that you get to see that I got to that I got to witness and see God's glory presented in front of me. I had to spend time in the valley under the trees and those were tough times. And yet I knew from mountaintop to mountaintop, glory to glory, you got to go through that. And Mm -hmm. that's what happens in those marathons and in your marriage. Right. Because, you know, you look at the sprinters and they're thinking, you know what, this is going to be done quickly. Right. Like I'm just going to, I'm going to go and I'm going to be done. And the marathoners, 
right? I mean, if you've ever talked to anyone that's run distance, they will tell you that there have been days that they want to quit. Oh gosh! When, been... when I was when I was training for my ultra, oh jeez! Oh my goodness! Hitting the wall. I mean, it was it, no. It's not fun. Yeah. Well, and you... yet, when you finish, though, when you get out there and you're like, "Hey, I'm committed to this thing," it's another story. Well, and that's that's what we're talking about, right? Is like we can't have a sprint mentality on the day that we say I do. We can't treat our marriages like a sprint. Like I'm just going to go all out for a short period of time and then I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to coast. I'm going to throw my hands up like Tony was talking about with those boys doing the the 40 yard dash and, mm-hmm. and they get to the end and you know, everybody's patting them on the back and they're like, good job, good job, good job. That doesn't happen in marriage folks, right? Your mm-hmm. marriage literally is the ultimate marathon, right? Because there are going to be days when you come around the corner and all of a sudden the road looks like it's uphill in every direction. Right. It's that whole, you know, grandpa talks about going uphill both ways, you know, in the snow, 10 miles. Right. It's that it's the days that you get a cramp and it hurts so badly that you're like, I don't know how I can go on. Or the days when you're just like, I I simply I just don't want to do this Mm -hmm. today. And yet you talk to any marathoner about their training schedule or any of you that have seen like team and training or any of these types of things. There's a program to not just train them up and how to get to the marathon, but a mindset that they adopt to push through that mile 20 when things get hard. And I'm telling you, Tony and I have been married 20 years now. It has not all been unicorns and rainbows. We've had a lot of walls, a lot of cramps, a lot of hills in our marriage. A lot of times when you know other people would look at us and be like, just quit just quit. This is too hard. Just quit. Mm -hmm. And yet, (laughs) and yet we've been there too at ourselves, looking at ourselves, our own selves in the mirror going, what are we doing? You know? Um, and that's the mental, that's, Mm. that's the mental battle. I think all of us face and nobody wants to share and talk about that internal voice that will, will start talking to you and, and telling you you're not worthy. You're not worth it. And, um, that's where you need to be around folks that love you that can, that can pull you out of that, that you can reach out to more importantly. One thing that I've learned over my years is in my darkest moments were those times when I didn't have people around me who loved me. Mm. And I'm fortunate now in, in this stage of my life where I have men around me that I can go to and say, you know what? I'm struggling with this. And, and I need prayer. I need assistance. I need guidance. I need a mentor right now in my life who can pull me out of this depth. So if you're in a spot where you haven't been around people who love you, who, who cherish you, who take care of you, man, that's you included. You need to foster those. And I know I've talked about it and I'm going to continue to talk about it. Because And then we have to also be willing to speak up and, and share. And we hope that through the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, you've learned to become and, and have been able to voice those concerns to others. Mm-hmm. Because, again, you know, talking about those marathoners, you know, they, they tr- yeah, obviously they've got to train themselves, right? I mean, mm-hmm. this, this is a, an individual effort. But if you look at their support staff, if you look at, you know, a marathoner doesn't get to the end without all of that cheering, all of that support, all of those things, 
but along mm-hmm. the way, there are a lot of challenges, just like we face challenges in our marriages. And, you know, it's been interesting as, as I was looking through, you know, what are those challenges that runners face and how do they relate to the challenges that, that marriages face, right? You know, we talked about the hills and the cramps and the fatigue and all of that kind of stuff. When we talk about, when we talk about runners, when we look at marriage, you know, a lot of the challenges tend to fall into like three different categories, mm-hmm. right? You know, there you aren't not a single one of you is going to be surprised when I say it. the first one's communication, your emotional intimacy, your emotional intimacy. What are you saying or not saying to each other? Right. A lot of it is, is the communication that the two of you are having, or like Tony said, the communication that you're maybe you're just having inside your head, but it's also, what are you saying to other people about your spouse? Right. That communication can be very toxic as well. And you've got to think, what are the words that I am giving life to? Because everything that you speak you're giving life to, whether it's positive or negative. So communication, obviously one of the challenge. Connection is another challenge that a lot of couples are facing. It's one of those hurdles. You know, when you're dating, it's like you can't get enough of each other. You want to spend all this time together. You're always together. You're looking at each other's eyes. You're holding hands. You've got your arms around each other. You're doing whatever. And then life starts to happen and you start to get complacent right? You're just going along, you're going along, you're going along. Think of the marathoner. And then all of a sudden there's that wall at mile 20 and you're like, wow, we haven't, we haven't done anything together in a really long Long time. time. Yeah. We're looking across from your table and going, who are you? Where have you been? I haven't seen you. Yeah. Been there. You know? And so you Mm -hmm. have, you have this challenge of, of connection and how are you connecting and how has that changed over time? You know, and the, and the third challenge that we see is confidence. And this is one that, you know, some of you are like, Lisa, confidence, what's that about? Well, confidence in the relationship, right? Confidence in knowing that the two of you are growing together, right? We don't talk about this so often. We don't talk about having confidence in our relationship, but, but the reality is, is that as your marriage grows in order to be able to push through, you know, to be that couple that you see on like the ring jewelry commercial where they're like, you know, 90 and they're holding the walker and, you know, tottering through the park to get to that couple. You know how that couple gets there? They have confidence. Yeah. Confidence in their relationship, confidence in the strength, confidence in their foundation. And that these are all areas where couples, because of life circumstances, because of decisions they've made, they may not have the confidence right now. You may not have the confidence. And we want to give you tools to have victory in each one of these areas to make it to that finish line, that unknown finish line, right? None of us knows you know, as long as life shall last, last, that's different for each one of us. But before we share these tools, don't forget to check out our friends at hellofresh.com and enter promo code OEM30 to get $30 off your first week. You know, this is one area where, you know, as we talk about the marathoners, we talk about strengthening and things like that, strengthen that emotional intimacy, spend time together in the kitchen, have that connection and that communication all around it. So go to hellofresh.com and use promo code OEM30 for $30 off your first week. Mm-hmm. So as we're talking about those three challenges, you know, the first one that we talked about was communication. And, you know, the antidote to that, to that being a challenge is to choose your words right? Start with your mindset. Start with the words. Don't even focus so much on the words that are coming out of your mouth. First, focus on the words that are swimming in your head. What are you telling yourself about your marriage? What are you telling yourself about your spouse? You know, how can you brag on your spouse instead of nagging them? Mm, we did a show called uh, My Beautiful Wife. That, that's it. I mean, that the ability to change the words that you speak are going to have tremendous impact on you, your spouse, and how you view them. I'm telling you, 
one of the greatest things I ever did and learned. And, and to this day, still say it, still use it, still go to that when, I, when I'm feeling shaky. Like looking at Elisa, you're my beautiful wife. Letting her know that. Amazing. Pick the word that works for you guys. I mean, cupcake, whatever, gorgeous. For your husband, handsome. Um, gosh, you and know what? And if you guys, can we link to that show? Yeah, we are. And I'm also going to link to, I'll link to that show. But I also made it, we also made a list of positive words that you can share. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, if you guys wonder about the power of that particular show, though, my beautiful wife and the power of words and the words that you're speaking, I will tell you almost all of my coaching clients at some point in time, tell me about that show back to myself. Like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, I was listening to my beautiful wife. Right. I was listening to you know, my coaching clients know that show, not because I've necessarily told them, but because they've heard it and they realize the impact of the words, the impact of how they're speaking to one another, how to overcome that challenge, how to change, how to change the environment simply by choosing to speak life mm-hmm. into your marriage instead of death or destruction or despair. Right. In the, in the, in the article we're going to link to as well as called 47 positive words to describe your spouse, because that's sometimes the hardest one. We don't know how to describe them. So here are 47 words that you can go over and pick two or three that begin to resonate with you and then hone down on the one, maybe the two that you're really going to use over and speaking over your spouse. The next area of challenges that we talked about was the connection, right? And and connection doesn't just happen when things are good, right? It's so easy to be like, oh, we're in a happy place. Let's, you know, let's go out on a date. Oh, we're in a happy place. Let me hold your hand. You know, all of that. I mean, please do that. We're not telling you not to. It's the connection that you make when, when things aren't going so well in your marriage, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's the marathoner saying, you know what? This race is 26.2 miles, not 26 miles, not 15 miles. It's 26.2. And I'm going the distance. Mm-hmm. I, 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 all of a sudden I got that song in my head. You know, I'm, what's that song? I'm going the distance. I'm going for speed. There's some song okay. that I can hear in my head. Totally random guys. Sorry about that. Just popped in. But it's making that decision to say, I'm doing the whole thing. Even when it's hard, even when I don't want to, I'm going to find ways to connect with my spouse. I'm going to choose to hold their hand when we're feeling disconnected. I'm going to choose to engage with them. I'm going to choose. Why? Because you get to choose everything that you do every day. You choose how you engage. You choose how you commit. It comes, first and foremost, it comes down to what you do. Stop waiting for your spouses to say, yeah, are we going the distance? No, you are. Because you decided that you were going the distance. You decided that you were going to make the connection. And the last one, you know, as we talk about, you know, the challenge of uh, confidence, right? Of knowing what's going to happen. Every single marathoner, (laughs) let's put it this way. I don't know a marathoner that hasn't gotten some kind of training. Right. That hasn't in- engaged in some type of program, whether with an actual trainer or an app on their phone or, you know, reading all they can about nutrition and getting that education. Right. That's what they've done. Right. And so, you know, in doing this, it- it's one of those things where you can't, you can't just say, oh, well, I'm just going to wing it. Right. You can't just be in this place of. I I know how to do everything that I need to do. So I'm just going to do it my way. 
right? You won't find a marathoner that will do that. Right. I mean, there, there's a plan set up and then the tweaking happens from there because we're all different. I mean, again, when I, when I was doing my ultra marathon training and stuff, I, I definitely had a plan, man. I knew what I was doing each week in, in and out. You know, there are different, different types of runs, short to long distance, tempo to, you know, quick sprints, this, that, and the other. So you have a plan that you are following. Well, and you guys even heard it in the, in the voicemail that we played at the beginning of the show. You know, she talked about the fact that they'd done the seven days of sex challenge. Then they did the intimacy lifestyle and they sat down and they had a conversation about how it was going to work in their marriage. Right. They didn't just say, you know, we're only going to do it the way Tony and Elisa do it. They're like, no, we've, we've got to take this training. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, and that's to get confidence. You have to have training to have confidence in what you're doing. Right. So they took a component of what we've shared here on the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. She even referenced it, episode 140, and we'll link to it. But take what take the information and make it yours. But don't skip on the training part. You have to know where your help is coming from. You have to know what your found what foundation you're laying. Right? You know, too many people are looking at their marriage as a sprint because they're not getting the training to make it a marathon, right? When you think I have to do this all by myself and I have to know everything there is to know. And, and I'm just going to like, I'm going to, you know, basically white knuckle it. I'm going to hold on and I'm going to do everything in my own strength. And then you burn out, right? There's a reason that sprinters are not marathoners, right? Two different body types, two different mindsets, two different train, everything. And one thing you guys can do together that can help through this, through these stages. And having talked to a lot of my buddies, guys, start walking talks, get, get out there with your wife, you know, make it a, make it a plan to just go, Hey, once a week, twice a week, we're going to just go for a, a 30 minute walk. It's amazing how many guys that I talk to that, that, that is by far just the glorious time. You know, it's just that time where they're able to connect with one another. It's something that we've talked to to you guys about for so long that it can be intimidating to sit face-to-face, knee-to-knee on chairs in your living room and have a conversation. But once you get rolling and you get away from everything, leave your phones at home. Um, if you have kids that are, you know, you, you got kids at home and you want to just make sure, take one, you know, that, that, but you don't need to pull it out. Don't pull it out. Don't look at it. This is time for you guys and allowing yourselves to go through these, right? Because through this, you can start learning, okay, what are the words I'm going to use? What are the words I'm going to choose to use and, and talk to? And, you know, what do we, what do we do during this time together? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's a journey, right? You guys are going through this journey together and walking and talking is part of that journey. A 30 minute, hey, 30 minutes, you're doing it. But that's where you can start breaking free of things, opening up things. Um, health wise, it's it's just good. I mean, you're, you're moving. You're, you're not just sitting there. For the, for the reluctant spouse, if you're listening to this, go, oh, well, I don't want to do this because of that. This, think about, I, I challenge you, to think about what good could come out of it. And, and there's a great book that I want to share with you guys, and I'll link to this one as well. It's called Never Quit by Ed Cole. 
And he says in this book, and I believe in this book because I believe in never quit means that we're on the ultimate marathon together, right? But he says, faith is believing in something that you cannot see. Fear is believing in something you cannot see. Faith is positive. Fear is negative. And so many of the times, we'll, our, our default is we'll, we just go to the negative. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, what's going to happen down the road? I can't see it, and, and we get fearful about it. But faith is also believing in something we cannot see. Faith is having the the outlook of our marriage that it's going to become better if we choose to be positive within it. So that, that's another great book that, I, that I'd love to share with you guys, and I'll put a link here in the show notes for that one as well. Well, and I love, I love that quote as it relates to what we've been talking about with the marathon and, and marriage being a marathon because we know the finish line is out there, right? In marriage, we know, you know, that, that marriage that endures, that legacy that we leave, we know that's out there. Do we have the faith to go after it or do we have the fear that's going to keep us from achieving it, right? I, it, we each get to make that own decision in our marriage. We each get to decide, you know, what we're doing. And that's why we're so excited to announce something brand new for the one family. It's the Position of the Month Club. You can check it out at positionofthemonthclub.com. But this is where each and every month we're going to be bringing together resources to equip you to run this race, to equip you to have the most extraordinary marriage possible. You're going to want to make sure that you're one of the founding members at positionofthemonthclub.com. All right, you guys, that's it. This is a tough one. Because we're looking at something that is going to last 20, 30, 40, 50 years, right? And how do we stay connected through all that? You know, we, we discussed the three different categories, communication, connection, and confidence. So this week, go out, take the resources we've given you and begin to run the ultimate marathon, which is your marriage. There's nothing bigger. There's nothing more important than your marriage. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week. And as like Elisa said, check out positionofthemonthclub.com where we're going to come to you monthly and giving you guidance in each of those areas and many more. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.